Hello and welcome to the Final Whistle podcast. My name is Harry and I'm joined by the excellent Daniel Fears. How are you doing, Dan? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Now, before we start today's episode, I just want to say that our thoughts go out to those affected by the Reading attacks over this um, past weekend. Now, today we are covering the Premier League restart, so... um, we're going to be specifically looking at David Luiz's Arsenal contract situation, evaluating Derby midfielder Louis Sibley's performance versus Millwall, and we're going to be choosing our hero and failure of the week. So, Dan, we all saw that horrific performance from David Luiz versus Man City, of course, getting red-carded and giving away two goals cheaply. Do you think that was the end of his Arsenal career? I think he'll have a couple of games left in him. I think they'll probably be the FA Cup games that are Arsenal still in. But I think that's the end of his Premier League um, career. He's 33 years old now and I can't see him getting in any other team in the Premier League. Well, um, it's thought that David Luiz is wanting to extend his contract for two years. But Arsenal are only willing to um, extend it for an extra 12 months. Now, he's gone on record saying that he wants to stay in North London, but of course, the um, the time gap for his contract is different. Um, looking realistically at Arsenal's budget and their current squad, if you didn't want to bring anyone, who would be the ideal replacement for David Luiz if he does leave? Um, I think it would be Saliba, uh, because he is really young and he won't cost Arsenal any additional funds. But supposedly, I saw somewhere earlier this week that supposedly they have 230 to spend this summer without breaking financial fair play. Oh, so it could be uh, it could bring in someone big. Now, Arsenal paid only eight million for David Luiz, but bearing in mind he was it was must have been about 30, 31 ish. Um, would you consider David Luiz as a massive flop, or is it just David Luiz? I don't think it, I wouldn't class him as a flop because he's done it previously at Chelsea. I class him as a flop for Arsenal because they needed a proper centre back, whereas he doesn't, he runs out of stamina. He's not on top game at the minute. Now, of course, he gave away those, um, obviously the penalty and then that horrific, whatever you call that, deflection for Raheem Sterling to open the scoring. Now, in the post-match interview, he he did say, it's not the team's fault, it was my fault. Now, of course, you know, that's very, very bold. Um, Arteta said also after the game, I think before the game as well, he wants, he wants David Luiz to stay because he's been a big part of his squad. And, of course, David Luiz has wanted to say, so do you think, of course, him saying, you said that he think, you don't think he'll play in the Premier League again. Um do you think this contract extension is likely at all? I think that they'll try and get it down to the year. But if um, David Luiz doesn't accept the year's contract, I think he'll be, like most of Arsenal players, a free for other teams to come in and get him. Mm. Now, if you were David Luiz, which club would you want to go to? Would you return to Benfica, of course, where he started his career? If I was David Luiz, I'd want to go to China or somewhere like that. Just get my final bit of income. I'm not too worried about the football. They just want the money. Well, he's on currently 120 grand a week 
at Arsenal. Now, considering that's how much he's being paid to do that, Arsenal need to, you know, upgrade their back line. Of course, it's David Luiz at the moment. Mustafi, who was, you know, oh God, they're just, it's horrible to think about. But it's funny because it's Arsenal. Um, so, Luis Sibley, um, do you, he scored a hat-trick at the weekend. Uh, do you think he will give Derby enough to get into that playoffs? I don't think that Louis Sibley can get Derby into the playoffs, no, because, of course, he did have a great game versus Millwall, but the score was 3-2, and they only won it in the 90th minute. So it wasn't a clear-cut win for, for Derby, and it's not. Derby haven't been up to standards this season anyway, considering they made the playoff final last year. Um, I also think that as an 18-year-old, he can't carry a championship side. They've conceded 51 goals this season, so that's the ninth worst in the league. You can't, you can't really be putting anyone as playoff contenders if they're letting in that many goals. If they are serious about the playoffs, then they need to tighten up and stop conceding. Do, do you agree there? I completely agree with that. They have Tom Lawrence, but it's their back line that um, let Starby down ever since Richard Keown went. <laughs> oh dear, that incident. I think that incident, um, of course, with that drunken car crash just summed up Derby's season this year. Of course, when it was Forest Derby, it was a close match until I think it's Bogle passed it straight across the centre of the box straight to Lewis Grabham for him to score. And it just shows the level that Derby are playing at. I don't think you can put them anywhere near a playoff spot. They're not that many points off it. Mm, they're only three, but come on. Um, so Louis scored a hat-trick at the weekend, and we all know he is a central attacking midfielder. So do you think it's more special for a midfielder to get a hat-trick than a striker or the other way around? Well, I think getting a midfielder getting a hat-trick is it's definitely rarer than a striker, but it, that's what makes it special. As, you know, it doesn't happen often. So I think for every, any player, um, a hat-trick's a huge achievement, especially for Sibley, aged just 18. Now, um, I, think you think, I think he's got a bright future. I don't think it's going to be at Derby. I think he'll be bought by some Premier League club, whether that's one of the big, big, bigger teams or whether it's just one of the mid-table ones. I don't think he'll, he'll stay for another season or two, but I think he'll be picked up by a Premier League club. But... It was a great achievement, even though I hate Derby. They, it, was, it was a good... I've watched the highlights. There were some good goals. He's very talented. He scored in his debut as well. The whole media attention about Derby from about January was supposedly all about Wayne Rooney being amazing and taking, taking Derby with them. But it's, it's actually been focusing around him. So I think, I think Wayne Rooney will be a bit jealous. <laughs> now, we're going to be doing a new little little piece now that the Premier League and all football in general is back. We're going to pick a star player and a failure of the week that is just gone. Now, Dan's picked this week's star player. Who was it and why did you pick them? So, my uh, player of the week this week is Wolves super sub, Adama Torre. He was my player of the week because he turned the tide in the Wolves' favour against West Ham and he was the reason why they got that vital 2-0 win. Now, uh, that was a great game. Uh, I watched it and you could just see the impact that Traore had 
on the Wolves side. I kept I kept saying uh, to my dad while we're watching it, you know, Wolves need to bring him on because that that game was a bit a bit dull before he came on. But yeah, I think he got definitely got one assist. So I think he got two as well. But he's a powerhouse. And do you think he's going to be picked up by uh, Liverpool, supposedly the contenders? I think he'd be a great signing for Liverpool, but it depends whether he wants first-team football because you won't get in over Salah and they've got Shakiri as backup. So, but I'd say he's probably better than Shakiri though. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I think I think that Adama Traore is good enough to play for Liverpool, but I don't think he would get I think he would be just like it was in the other game at Wolves. He'd be an impact sub for them for like 75 minutes, come on and just annoy the defence with your pace. <laughs> if he was doing it for Wolves, he'd surely rather do it for Liverpool. Yeah, well, depends how much he'll get paid at Liverpool. <laughs> now, I've picked the failure of the week this week and I felt that, of course, David Luiz has already been named, so I'm not going to put him, even though we all know he was awful but that wasn't an unusual performance for his standards so we're not going to put him in there I'm going to leave Arsenal behind which is quite good for the Arsenal fans they'll probably want to forget this week um, I went with someone who has a bit higher performance standards and I went with David De Gea now if anyone watched the United versus Spurs match you know that the Bergwijn goal to open the scoring for Spurs what was that keeper thinking honestly is Roy Keane basically yelled all about him at half time and it was all true how how do you not stop that it came and it hit bounced like bounced off his hands he's supposedly meant to be this best in the world keeper but he's made so many mistakes that he's made multiple this season of course at the world cup in russia he's made many a mistake i think he needs to um needs to put some glue on his gloves to stop the ball getting anywhere. But he needs he was just atrocious this week and I think it will be one for him to forget. Now do you do you agree with that? I completely agree. I just can't see De Gea getting back to his best. He's been like it for a couple of seasons now. Not that kid a goalkeeper. But um Dean Henderson is coming through their ranks. Will he get the United spot next season, do you think? I think it's after, especially after that. I think it's very likely to, um, basing off the fact that he doesn't move anywhere on a transfer. I think he could easily come in and claim the number one spot. He's he's solid keeper. I think David Haye should have left for Real Madrid a few years ago because I don't think he's now going to be getting a move out to Spain unless it's to like unless he went to Atletico Madrid a bit bit lower down in standards. Now, if you are watching on YouTube and want to see these clips that we are talking about, um, I'll try and put the link in the description below. Now, it's been a great episode. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. Please share us with your friends. Share the Instagram page. And it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. That was the final whistle. <laughs>